0: Welcome to this joint WorkSmart and Elephants Don't Forget podcast, a follow-up episode to the latest webinar on how to get reported, fined and investigated by the FCA in 2020. To summarise the results from the audience poll questions, I'm joined by Adrian Harvey from the AI-powered knowledge retention firm Elephants Don't Forget and Julie Party, Director of Market Engagement and Regulation at SMCR technology firm WorkSmart. So let's get to it.
1: OK, so Adrian, just want to present a question to you. So do you think that in the current crisis, it will actually increase the risk of firms falling foul of the requirements of the SMCR CR regime? Now,
2: the honest answer is, yes, I do. Now, when we look at the poll question, yeah, where 57% said yes and 43% said no, I think there may perhaps be some considerable overconfidence in that, no, this is not going to have an impact. Because I've got to believe firms that were consolidated in one office that have been never, no history of working from home, and they have been overnight distributed across the home counties, and they're telling me that's not going to have any impact on the governance and control functions of their business. I'm stunned that they were that ready.
1: I tend to agree with that. I think I was a little bit surprised by those polling results. And I do wonder whether firms truly have thought through the implications. So, for example, if the regulator says you're a solo regulated firm and therefore if you have changes in accountabilities because you've got senior managers that are off, you can update your statements of responsibility and you can update the accountabilities but don't worry about submitting anything just hold it all there and we'll call for it as and when we want it that there is a real danger that firms will lose control because as on the webinar people were saying that governance decisions are being made much quicker than they normally would do and everything's going at pace therefore to actually to be able to keep up with that think it's going to be really tricky for firms and you might not see it in three or six months time but in 12 or 18 months time when a firm tries to track back if the regulator's asking for data and they haven't got it it's actually going to be like a jigsaw puzzle with quite a few pieces missing.
2: Well that leads me to one of the other poll questions Julie, which I'll pose to you which was how confident are you that your employees understand the current regulatory environment? So when we look at the poll results we had 5% said not confident at all. And I admire those people who were ballsy enough to say, Houston, we got a problem. Yeah, slightly confident, 19%. Somewhat confident, 36%. So I'm looking at something of the order of 60% of the poll saying something other than confidence. Yeah, but then we've got 37% saying they're fairly confident, And General Custer and his friends saying completely confident.
1: Like you, I would agree that it's great for those firms that have been honest and said, we don't think they do. My experience having run a number of face-to-face educational sessions for some of the trade bodies is that so often people don't have that grasp, even in sort of relatively middle management roles where you would expect them to properly understand the regulatory environment, understand who the regulator is responsible for, how they go about their business, what their regulatory tools are, and how they will work with firms. And so it is reassuring that we're seeing what I have seen on a face-to-face basis. I would possibly have expected it to be a little bit higher. And I think firms should be using this to challenge themselves because to the point that I made on the webinar, if people don't understand the regulatory environment, they don't understand the regulatory responsibilities, And therefore, there's a knock-on to culture. And therefore, when you apply conduct rules to people, as we will do to many people for the first time this year, actually, it will be very difficult for firms to get the right result. And education is key to everything. And now is a brilliant opportunity for firms where they've got people at home or people furloughed, where they can actually start to ask them to do some input themselves. It's an opportunity, I think.
2: That's an interesting point, Julie. You know, when when employees are furloughed, they can still participate in training.
1: If I was a firm, I'd be advocating it, actually, because I think what we've seen in our organisation is we've seen a focus on, okay, where can we go to the wider market to help keep our knowledge up to date? And I've been very lucky. I'm not furloughed. But if I was furloughed, I'd be thinking, crikey, the world's going to pass me by in the next three months. I need to keep going.
2: Can I pick up another poll question for you, Julie? And this is a multi-answer question. And it was looking at where does the audience think that firms will fall foul of SMCR in 2020? And the two leading answers were evidencing maintained competency across all employees and maintaining effective governance arrangements.
1: Yeah. And I think if you'd asked that question last year or the year before, and we weren't in a COVID-19 scenario, you'd probably get a similar answer. I think it's the absolute holy grail in terms of how do you evidence employee competence? And we've got to move away from this, Well, we do a performance appraisal once a quarter or once every six months or once a year. And those are our touch points to decide whether somebody's competent or not. You know, as a line manager of people, you don't need to wait to those points in time to evidence somebody's competence. You need to be constantly inputting. And that person needs to be, In an environment that embraces and gives them the time to self direct learning and help improve themselves, because that goes to help develop the competence.
2: Quite a few people were asking questions saying, We haven't got budget. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to educate the workforce so that they do understand what the framework in which they're operating is? What's your thinking on this whole I haven't got budget? whose job is it anyway?
1: So I think the responsibility for learning and development and personal development actually should be driven from the top. I believe that the um, senior managers should empower their organisation and their employees and culturally it should be accepted that the business is supportive of development because as soon as you say it's the responsibility of L&D or it's the responsibility of compliance, you're almost breaking that chain from the, the senior manager and the culture of the organization. The you might use LD, compliance, risk, whatever function you use to facilitate learning on a particular topic, but they shouldn't be accountable. It should be a business as a whole, I think.
2: Firstly, I agree. There is a huge parallel here between what is going to happen in the financial services sector under SMCR and what happened in the industrial sectors under health and safety. So years ago, health and safety was the function of the health and safety department, yeah? And they trained people and made sure people didn't have accidents. And the culture of the organisations didn't change. People still did dangerous stuff and got hurt. The legislation changed so that senior managers or executives were held personally accountable for the failings of their firms to protect their workers at work. Transformational. You don't see any scaffolding firms delegating responsibility for safe operating practices to L&D because the MD is going to prison when someone falls off the scaffolding. It was transformational. And I still think that SMCR hasn't landed in that respect in the same way that health and safety has landed in the industrial sectors of the UK. You couldn't find an industrial firm where the XCO did not personally understand their responsibilities to safe working of their employees. Couldn't find them. Whereas I think you find thousands of financial services firms who don't understand it is the executives, it's the senior manager's responsibility to set the tone, set the culture.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast. To find out more about how Elephants Don't Forget's artificial intelligence tool can be deployed throughout your firm to move away from a tick box approach to compliance and improve the training and competency of your staff under SMCR, please visit elephantsdon'tforget.com. To learn about how WorkSmart's SMCR software solution, Accord, can provide your firm with clear central record keeping, strong corporate governance, clear accountability and evidence of employee fitness and proprietary, please visit worksmart.co.uk.